T-minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are good. Yo, does anyone else get pissed off when you're in the middle of working but then you gotta take a shit? Oh, son. I don't wanna stop my crying, son. God damn, by the way, the pen's up in this bitch. No matter what the fuck you are or what you think you are, if you trace your lineage back far enough, you're a humanoid from Africa. And that's it! It's part of my dream to roll up on a white supremacist and tell him, hey, you're black. <laughs> Don't go for the right hook in the DM without some type of repertoire. You know what I'm saying? At least try to talk. Start a conversation. You don't even have to give me anything. You can't just take, though. You didn't even ask. You just went to the DM, son. Fucking send me a link of your song or your video, whatever the fuck, without any words. Didn't say nothing. Didn't even say hello. Just whoop, there you go, spam. Don't fucking spam my DM. Fucking care about me, bro. Start. Two, one, boost your mission and lift off. You can be anything you want to be, except the person you don't want to be. You just have to be willing to work your fucking face off, bro. What is up, homies? Welcome to the third episode. Yes, three. We are finally at the magic number. The third episode of World Class Pupil Academy podcast. And I'm super stoked about this one because this is something that I really want to talk about. And I hope you find interesting because I find it fucking fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. So I'm just going to get right into it because that's how I like to rant and ramblings. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Everyone, I'm sure you're all on fucking any, some type of social platform. Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. YouTube is not a social platform per se. It's actually a search engine slash like TV show generating reality fucking TV thing. Uh, there's whatever. And then there's fucking as many Instagrams as there. There's a billion fucking shitstagrams. Like there's a billion second class, uh, two sherry third type fucking social platforms that nobody knows about because who gives a fuck? Tumblr used to be huge and it's still kind of a thing. Like you could still go on Tumblr. Uh, fucking MySpace is even back. Who the fuck knows what the fuck that's about? I don't know. Who owns that shit? Justin Timberlake? I don't even fucking know. Anyway, there's a bunch of social networks. And as much as there are people that genuinely appreciate it, it's still very much undervalued. It's very much disrespected. And it's not quite understood. Even though it's like a giant part of the like, fucking virtually the entire world's daily routine, daily regimen. Now I say virtually because there's tons of fucking remote villages and 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 like third world countries, like there's plenty of fucking places, there's actually more places on the earth that don't have internet than do. Which is, is so weird because it's it's so much a part of our lives, you know, that it's people that were born in the, in the internet age, myself included, I was born in 94, so I, I, I'm, I was like 
You know what I'm saying? I still consider myself born in the internet age. Not like fucking, like, kids nowadays. Like, kids who are born in, like, 2000 or 2005, whatever. Like, they're really into the internet age. And then even kids born fucking eight-year-olds today are fucking better at technology than, than me or you. Like, straight the fuck up. Um... But I consider myself born in, in the internet age, and, like, we fucking forget how much the internet changed everything. It changed everything from business to just everyday communication between human beings. Like, literally, it changed the fucking world. And so it's weird to think about that really only, like, 20%, maybe, of the world has internet and, and uses social platforms. Like, it's really crazy. But we just assume everyone has it. And because they fucking will one fucking day. Uh, I'm not talking about remote villages. There will probably always be, maybe. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't tell the fucking future. But let me tell you, I know one thing. It's only gonna progress. This technology, the advancements, it's only gonna progress. Which is what I wanted to talk about. As much as there are people that are like, this shit is awesome. Connecting's easier. Communication is easier. Everything's transparent. It's all about transparency, especially in business. Uh, there's plenty of people that think it's awesome. But you know what? As for every one person that thinks it's awesome, there's like five other people that are usually middle-aged or whatever the fuck the case may be. There's even like some millennials that are like, yeah, I'm not about that. They're probably hipsters, but whatever. That don't particularly care for it. They disrespect it. They demean it. Um, they don't get it. Uh, they maybe even straight up hate it. Hate it. Hate is like a, is a weird word because it's like... It's not the opposite of love. Indifference is the opposite of love. Um, hate is just like another form of love. It's very strange. Um, but I guess they sort of, they despise it. They talk down about it, you know, and they wish that it wasn't so. And they expect it to go backwards. Like, we're not going backwards. We're not going backwards. Like, whatever it was that you were used to is not the fucking case anymore. And you either need to uh, learn and adjust or um, metaphorically become extinct and obsolete. That's just the way it is. Because we're not going back. I don't know what the fuck you think this is. <laughs> what is happening? We're not going back. In fact, we're progressing ahead a lot faster than we think is possible. So let me tell you, if you're uncomfortable with this whole internet and the social networking and you're like, why don't people fucking call my phone anymore? Like, yeah, all these kids nowadays want to do is Snapchat and bullshit and text. Nobody wants to have a conversation anymore. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? You need to get over that shit. You need to get the fuck over it. What makes your form of communication 15 years ago any more valid than how... People are communicating in 2017 and 2018 and onward. It doesn't. It's purely emotional on your end. It's psychological. And let me tell you, if you have a problem with today's, today's environment of communication and connectivity and technology, just today's digital age, you're going to have a serious problem in years going on because it's only getting crazier. It's only getting crazier. I know you guys have heard of VR, AI. Like, that shit is the next internet. It's gonna blow the doors open. Like, so if, 
you think the internet is crazy, if you think social media is crazy and has detached us, then you are not ready for what's coming. You're not ready for what's coming. And then what's beyond VR and AI? Like, do you understand what's beyond that? Do No one quite knows, but this kind of gets us into, um, what's his name? Ah, uh, fuck. Mm, Ray Kurzweil. Ray Kurzweil. He writes books about the singularity and things of that nature. Let me tell you, the singularity is near. Now, for those of you who do not know what the singularity is, it's the point where technology is progressing at such a fast pace that we can no longer predict where it's coming from. And not only is it that, but it's also um, the singularity is also defined by Ray Kurzweil, besides that, as when humans and the machines of technology are no longer can be distinguished from one another. They sort of become one. Now, I'm not saying that fucking, like, we're all gonna turn into androids or, like, I'm gonna fucking get a, like, a, you know, it's, it's not... You see, when you say that humanity and the machines are gonna become one, there's a lot of crazy shit that comes into mind. But what he's really talking about is... Is, is sort of, in my mind, is just augmenting. It's augmenting. So, VR is augmenting reality. We're trying to create augmented reality. And, to, and eventually, it's going to get to the point where people are going to have a serious hard time distingu distinguishing actual reality from virtual reality, which is why simulation theory is even a thing to begin with, because people are like, we might already be in a fucking augmented reality. But I already talked about that fucking first episode, so I'm not going to get into all that craziness. Um, we're already beginning to augment reality. And we already have a problem. Human beings already have a problem distinguishing reality from from fiction, you know, nonfiction from fiction, which is why narrative is very important to us, mythology, stories, because we 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 have to create that for ourselves. Nothing in life is is really good or bad per se. Most things are quite neutral. It's the limbic system of our brain that decides to color it as something good or as something bad. So we create stories, we create meaning. We don't find it, we cultivate it. We create it because we have to. So that's why fiction is very important to us. Stories, narrative, mythologies. It, it just is because it makes sense of a very messy world. It makes it gives easy understanding, simplistic guidelines to something that is very complex. So that's why things like narrative is very important. That's why we already have a hard time distinguishing between fact and fiction. And that's why when we start really augmenting reality, it's gonna get crazy. So if you think that if you think the internet's crazy, think about that. Think about that. That's gonna get real fucking crazy. When people f put fucking contacts on, and all of a sudden they're in fucking a- they're on Jupiter or some shit. Have you guys read- if you've read the book, Ready Player One, um, besides the dystopian, uh, future that it presents, and I- I- it could- which is quite possible, but I don't think that is going to happen. I fucking hope not. Where there's an energy crisis and then everything goes to shit, and there's no more resource. Like, this is actually quite possible, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I really hope not. I, you know, I fucking hope not. But, um, but yeah, besides the dystopian, uh, 
future that it Ready Player One by by Ernest Cline depicts. It also depicts um, pretty much accurately, in my opinion, the future of VR and AI, um, because as as the book goes. It's a fic it's like a science fiction book, but it's fucking phenomenal. I think everyone should read it. It's a great book, especially for nerds. If you're a nerd and you like Dungeons and Dragons and fucking anime and manga and you just like video games and all that nerd shit, you're going to love This is going to be your favorite book. And if you're a futurist, it's going to be your favorite book as well. Your favorite fiction book, I might add. Um and basically there's this uh VR system called Oasis created by I for, I forgot uh, the mad scientist's name in the book. He's not really a mad scientist, but he's kind of weird as they describe him, but he was a fucking genius and he changed the fucking world and him and his partner who who I also coincidentally forgot the name of. I don't even remember the name of the main character. Um created this VR world called the Oasis and it was originally just to change the the platform of video games. It was just going to change video games and then all of a sudden it became an educational tool and 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 just took over the fucking world. So while the actual reality is a dystopian society, the entire world is a dystopian society all fucked up, you could just put on your virtual reality, you know, head fucking eyeglass shit, your gloves, and all of a sudden you're wherever the fuck you want to be. Because there's like a million worlds within the oasis that was created. And it's almost like a paradise. But then there's also very dangerous places in the oasis where you can potentially die. Because it's almost like World of Warcraft or something. Except you're in it. You're in it. It's And it's hard to distinguish reality from uh, virtual reality. And people in that day and age of, you know, the universe of Ready Player One grew up learning from Oasis, grew up um, playing in Oasis when their parents were off to work um, at factories for like fucking two cents an hour because, uh, you know, who the fuck? I'm exaggerating now, but it's really dystopian. Like, the world is fucked up in that book. So while parents are off doing this, their kids are in the Oasis because the Oasis became a babysitter. It became a teacher. It became the parent. It became the real world. Like... It was just better. Like, the virtual reality was better than the actual reality. And I really think that actually it depicts accurately what is going to happen outside of the dystopian future. Because that's fucking depressing. And I choose not to believe that, even though it's quite possible. Uh, I choose not to believe that because then I won't be able to sleep at night. And sleep is important to optimizing my cognitive ability because my goals require that. So that book is amazing. I really suggest reading it. But that's like the next step into where we're going. The next step is that VR and AI type thing, which gets real, besides like not being able to distinguish reality from virtual reality, because you're just going to put contacts on and end up in fucking Hawaii or whatever the fuck, and it feels like Hawaii, it smells like Hawaii, you're touching a palm tree, it's fucking real, the colors are more vibrant, you feel more alive, like... That is pretty amazing and terrifying. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it, guys. But if you're scared of social, you're you're going to have a heart attack more than years go by. You're just going to be like, fuck this. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> That's... <laughs>
that's that's the next step. And that's just VR. When we start getting into AI, shit gets even crazier. Even crazier. Like you guys heard about the Facebook study. Facebook created two programs. Two programs. AI programs. That I, I, I guess were made to um, detect problems and fix it. I mean, I have no idea really what the program was for. Obviously, everyone's in a race to create uh, AI. A good AI system that fucking works. And Facebook came pretty fucking close, let me tell you. I mean, it worked. These two AI programs were functional. They were functional. But let me tell you the fucking scary part. This is real fucking freaky. They began to talk to each other in their own language. So they're programmed to know English. They're programmed to translate in English. They're programmed to, uh, their dialogue is English. Like, they're just programmed to speak English, whatever that means, AI. And basically, in, in, um, in a, a sort of a form of trying to be more efficient, it was an effort basically in the program, the program, these two programs decided that to be more efficient, they were going to communicate in their own broken English. They pretty much um, modified the English language into their own language, and the two programs were communicating with each other. No one knew what the fuck they were talking about, but they could tell by the, the transcript that they had created their own language, their own form of the, of the, English language, the human English language, and they created their own form to be more effective and efficient when pro problem solving. And basically, this freaked everyone the fuck out. Everyone. They shut the program down. They were like, holy shit, this is crazy. We were not prepared for this. And they shut it the fuck down. Now, I have no idea where it is at this point. I have no idea if they're like figuring out like how to not do that. I have no idea. But all I know is this really happened. You could look it up. Look up fucking Facebook AI program, Facebook AI scare, whatever. I don't know. Either it's, it's fascinating and it's fucking terrifying. Because we've all seen Terminator. We've all seen iRobot. We've all, like, there's tons of science fiction movies out there. And a lot of times science fiction predicts the future. And it's fucking freaky. Also, the Simpsons predict the future a lot. Which is really fucking freaky. Like, they must have a fucking crystal ball. Fucking Magironi has a crystal ball in his goddamn basement. Locked in a fucking treasure chest. Behind fucking laser beams. And he goes there and he figures out what to do for Simpsons episodes it's fucking crazy but now i got off track so yeah this is this is real life this was real news facebook created two programs um and they started talking to each other in their own language they created their own language off the bat to be more efficient it wasn't like let's kill the human race but that doesn't mean that it can't get to that point like you know what i'm saying so we have to be very thoughtful and very cautious about how we go about ai and, I mean, even no matter how cautious and, and conscious we are of, of making sure that these fucking AIs uh, respect their fucking human overlords or whatever you want to call it, we're playing God at this point. We are legit playing God at this point, and we have to be very conscious. And even though, even if we get it right, there's going to be some motherfucker out there, some little Kim Jong-il motherfucker, some Hitler-looking motherfucker who's going to take it and he's going to use it for evil. 
and how I define evil is pretty much the insidi insidiousness of human nature. Like, evil is not quite a thing. It's just human nature. But which, which is why you can bet your money on it that someone's going to take the goodness that we try to make AI and make it into something really terrifying. So we have to be very cautious about that. So it goes VR, AI, like that's the next step. That's the next internet. That's what is going to change the world. And then after that, it's going to get even crazier. The singularity is going, the singularity is near, my friends. Look that shit up. Look up Ray Kurzweil. He's a fucking genius. He's, he's in health. He has a million like fucking businesses. I don't know where he gets the time, the resources, the fucking like cognitive ability to just be involved in all these fucking activities activities but he does he does which makes me everyone step up your fucking game because ray kurzweil has like a hundred companies he's in a hundred different companies don't fucking tell me that you need to start one business well if you're an average motherfucker i guess you should but what the fuck was that my bad guys i just got a fucking package in the mail at the sign for it whatever I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Fucking serial killer, Ted Bundy! Like, it was a package from FedEx. Uh, but anyway, as I'm saying, as I was saying, something about Ray Kurzweil, the singularity, it is very much near. He has written a bunch of books on it. I believe in it a hundred fucking percent. But the thing is that the singularity in its definition is that the future is unfucking predictable. It's completely unpredictable, which makes things like simulation theory, the holographic universe theory, all these theories completely like non-kaput in my mind and obsolete because these are like precursors. They're pretty much presupposing the singularity. Like you're trying to make a prediction on something that we already just established as a fact is unpredictable, which is why those things... Besides the fact that they kind of make no sense to begin with, um, that really explains that they make no sense. And basically, how I know it's near is because, I mean, we already, it's just correct. If you, you, you have to be a fucking idiot not to notice this shit. Or you have to live under a fucking rock. Or be in denial. Those are like the only options. Like, do you understand that there's already human cyborgs? Like, there's... I don't even know if you could call them cyborgs. There's human beings that are already augmenting themselves to do all sorts of crazy shit. Like, the singularity is practically already here. We just don't know it yet. Like, so it's near, but it's already here. Like, like what is that motherfucker's name? There's a cyborg in Germany? Spain? Is he Dutch? Barcelona. There's a cyborg in Barcelona. I read this in a National Geographic magazine and in some articles online. I'm sure you could find them. There's a cyborg, a cyborg, okay? There's a human cyborg in Barcelona. He's a fucking human being, all right? He's like a hipster looking motherfucker in Barcelona with a fucking antenna sticking out the back of his motherfucking head. Why? His name is Neil. Has Hasberg? Neil? Neil? Neil Harbison? Neil Harbison, I think, is how you pronounce his name. Neil Harbison from Barcelona, hipster from Barcelona, hipster cyborg. Okay, and basically his deal was he was born colorblind. He wanted to see color. 
So he fucking found some motherfucker to fucking put a fucking antenna in his skull, put a microchip in his brain, first of all, attach it to a fucking metal plate in the back of his goddamn skull, on, and then on the metal plate is a goddamn black antenna sticking out his motherfucking head. And what does that do? It allows him to see color. He is the first motherfucking cyborg, at least known to date, like, the singularity is here, motherfucker. And pretty much what he wanted was just to see color. He just wanted to fucking see color. But, unbeknownst to him and whoever the scientist was, whoever, or doctor, I don't even know, I'm not too versed on this. Whoever did that shit for him, no one knew that it was going to give him abilities beyond just being able to see color. It gives him the ability to see lights that we can't see, rays of lights that we can't see, the waves. Like, as you know, we really can't see much of anything. We, we don't, we're not, our umwelt is, is so fucking narrow. Like, we can't. Sorry, my friends, I had to change rooms. My family came home, so I'm back in the office. Back with my books. This is what you're used to, so you should be fine. So as I was saying, I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, Neil Harbison from Barcelona, the human cyborg. And yes, he is a cyborg. I'm not, and that's not just a name I'm putting on him. That's not some sci-fi name I'm putting on him. His passport says cyborg, okay? The government acknowledges that he's a fucking cyborg. He's wearing his antenna in his passport picture. He's the first cyborg. So basically, what he really just wanted was to see color. He was colorblind. He just wanted to see color. But what ended up happening was he got all these other abilities. Just like nonchalantly. No one expected it. It just fucking happened. He could look at trees and see the ultraviolet nectar from the roots. You know what I'm saying? He could see light that humans in general cannot see. As I was saying before, we have such a narrow umwelt. We like, our senses are so limited. Like, we can't sense much of fucking anything that's happening around us. And basically, what Neil Harbison can sense is all these lights that we can't see. For example, space is actually in a, a blaze of light. Space is not dark, it's not black. To us, it's black because we can't see the fucking lights. We can't see the frequency of the waves that the lights in space are actually just, just waving around in. We just cannot see it. We can't see microwave lights. We can't see ultraviolet lights. Like, we can only see fucking sunlight. Like, and fucking light bulbs and candles, fire. Like, real fucking narrow sensory here. Like, but... With his little fucking antenna in the back of his head, he could see these lights. Like, if he went into space, he could see that space was fucking ablaze in light, while we could not. He is a fucking cyborg. <laughs> like, is that not crazy? Like, you understand that's crazy? And the second human cyborg, if I'm correct, is his friend... One of his friends, I don't remember her name, but basically she had some fucking thing, some augmentation in her body where she could sense when earthquakes are going to hit. She could just sense it. I mean, I, I, it's fucking crazy. Like, you understand this is crazy? The singularity is near. Like, the vastness of human potential is expanding at such a rate that we have no idea where we're going to be in fucking 100 years. Like, it's crazy. And then you got people like Elon Musk trying to get us 
colonized? Like we're gonna be an like an intergalactic species, a multi-planeted species? Jeff Bezos and fucking Blue Origin, and then that Indian guy. I keep forgetting his name. He's smart as shit too. Jeff Bezos is easier to remember, and I just bump in Amazon Prime all day ordering books, book after book after book. So Jeff Bezos and fucking Elon Musk are easy to remember. But basically, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. We're going to evolve faster than evolution will allow us to evolve. I mean, if you really think about it, evolution is super fucking slow. Super fucking slow. Which is why it took fucking forever for race to even appear. Because if it wasn't for evolution, we wouldn't have race. Which is almost not even like a real thing. It's just... It's just DNA, it's like genetic fucking modifications for the environment that you're in. Because humans have an unbelievable uh, ability to be encouraged by stressors, outside stressors, whether it be environmental. It, it's usually just environmental. The fucking hot sun, the bacteria on a fucking rock, viruses, whatever the case may be, weather... We have an unbelievable ability to adapt to stressors and just completely change our genetic makeup. Of course, it takes generations and generations, and it, but that's evolution. Like, that's our ability. We have the ability to adapt, which is why we're, so far, the super predator until we fucking meet some extraterrestrials. What we're trying to do is, it's totally expedient evolution. We're totally trying to bypass it completely. So... Another thing, I mean, the whole cyborg thing is, is pretty fucking badass. Like, that's cool. That's cool. A little artificial, but that's cool. But something that is actually potentially going to really help um, the human race, which that is too. But I'm just saying, like, something like colorblindness is not exactly, like, who gives a shit? Who are like, you know what I'm saying? That's not going to change the fucking world. Um, but what is going to change the world is augmenting DNA, modifying DNA to be um, free of cancer or Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, you know what I'm saying? Just just inject a fucking thing into your DNA, like literally going inside a motherfucker, switching up his DNA, all of a sudden he can't get cancer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for the medical world, it's going to be insane. Psychology is going to be insane. It's just going to be insane. So to bring this all around again, if you think social media is crazy, if you think the internet is crazy, you are so not prepared for where we're going as a fucking species. It's getting crazy. Like, you think social media is crazy? What are you gonna do when we're living on Mars and shit? What are you gonna do when we're traveling galaxies? You're gonna be like, oh, those people on Kelper 5977 just don't communicate like us on Earth. Like, you do. What about. Can, can we get a grip here? Can we get a fucking grip here? We're not going back. We're, we're just not going back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You need to adjust. You really do. Because otherwise you're gonna, like, literally be extinct. I actually just heard about this book. Can't remember the author. I literally heard about it yesterday. It's on my book list. Like, it's probably the next book I'm gonna buy. It's called Homo Dios. Uh, the, the, A Brief History of Tomorrow. Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow by Michael Gerber? I think that I nailed it on the head. Michael Gerber. Michael E. Gerber? No, no, that was E-Mythology. 
damn, what is that fuck? Fuck, I mixed up the author's name. Whatever. I got the I got the title right. Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow, which basically is a book about the brief history of tomorrow. And it goes, it's not a book about um, brain augmentation or things like that, but it goes to discuss it because that's part of the future. And it pretty much, it pretty much, in my opinion, accurately depicts what is going to happen. There's going to be a large population of the earth that, of course, is like, fuck yeah, I want to be taller. I want to be fucking smarter. I want to be whatever. Like, whatever. They're going to go crazy augmenting themselves to keep up with AI and things like that. And, and they're just going to be, like, superhumans. And then there's going to be parts of the population that are, like, just inherently against it. Just absolutely against it. And it's, it's I don't want to call it a civil war because... There's no way that regular human beings are gonna fucking fight superhumans that are augmented. Like, you're just gonna lose. So I'm not gonna call it a civil war, but it's gonna be a definite split in society. Where it's gonna be people who love augmentation and people who totally despise it. And are like, that's fucking not human. That's crazy. Get that shit out of here. And they might even go fucking live in the woods or some shit. Like, it's gonna be crazy. And what this book predicts is that the people that go against augmentation and just want to be their regular human selves are essentially going to become extinct. And honestly, that seems absolutely accurate to me. It's just like, you're going to die. Like, it's just, it, I, I know this sounds crazy. Like, all of this sounds crazy. If you haven't been keeping up with technology and the advancement of the human species and where we're going, like, you're probably listening to this. You probably wouldn't even be listening to my podcast unless you're keeping up with this stuff to some extent. But if you haven't and you're listening to this, you're probably like, holy shit, this motherfucker is crazy. Like, you probably think I'm absolutely insane. But it's not me. It's not me. This is real shit. This is real shit. And I'm super stoked for the future. I really am. As terrifying as it might be for a lot of people. I'm super stoked. So you might be listening to this and you're like, holy shit. I'm turning this shit off right now and I'm gonna go fucking call up a motherfucker on one of my phones that rings the fucking circle. And like, you're gonna go super old school. You're gonna start listening. You're gonna buy an old ass box radio from like 1962 and you're gonna throw at your televisions and your phones and you're gonna be like, fuck that. And then you're gonna become extinct. <laughs> like, this shit is really happening. Like, the singularity is near. And it's just, it's absolutely crazy to think that from where we started, like from where we started, our primitive ass days, that here we are now discussing VR, AI, human augmentation, medical augmentation, brain augmentation, like becoming a multi-planeted species, you know, galactic travel, fucking light speed travel, like it's crazy. It's crazy. That's why when people are like, oh my god, North Korea, oh my god, global politics, I'm like, that's baby shit. Wait till we get into galactic politics, bro. Galactic, okay? You really gonna be worried about this Kim Jong little motherfucker? I'm just, that's just me, though. I'm not saying it's it's accurate. I'm not even saying it's a good way to to think because those stressors, those threats are very much real. I'm not saying, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, 
uh, this is not a political, socioeconomic commentary of any kind. All I'm saying is, for me, I, I'm just thinking so big that I'm like, fuck global politics. Y'all worried about all this shit? Wait, like, you really think we're not going to live through this? After all we've been through? It's just history repeating itself. Like, it's the same shit over and over again. Like, you're scared about this? Why don't you go read a book about World War II? <laughs> like, you, you're scared about this. This? Like, so for me, I'm like, oh, this is just history repeating itself. This is normal. This is absolutely normal. We're going to get through it. So for me, I'm like, global politics? <laughs> Baby shit. I'm ready for the galactic shit. I'm ready for fucking Torians and Solarians and Mass Effect type shit. You know what I'm saying? So... The, we're, we're getting into some crazy shit, and uh, I'm super stoked. And it, it, it's just crazy, and I, I really implore you guys to keep up with this stuff. Especially, if you're into it, then you're keeping up with it anyway. If this is the first time you're being exposed to it, or maybe you've, you've heard my first episode of the podcast, and you're like, oh shit, and that was the first time getting exposed to it. If I'm the first person that is exposing you to this, you might have a problem. Like, you should definitely look up professionals, because my explanation of these things is very East Coast. It's very lowbrow actually but because <laughs> I'm not like fucking Ray Kurzweil I'm not a fucking scientist I'm not a rocket scientist I'm not Elon Musk um I just want you guys to be aware of this I'm just someone who's super fascinated by this stuff because I, I'm just fascinated by humans I'm fascinated by history and I'm fascinated by our present and our future and by paying attention to history you can accurately predict the future and that's pretty much what I'm doing like the internet has given us the precursor to how VR and AI is going to go and then VR and AI is going to give us the precursor to augmentation which we're already experiencing we're already seeing because of the internet we can already draw lines to all this stuff history is just constantly repeating itself so I implore you guys I really do implore you that's a public service announcement part of this podcast to be a little more serious less joking less east coast lowbrow uh, explanation just completely serious you guys really should keep up with this this stuff i completely implore you i encourage you it's it's just fucking fascinating like i can't see how you can be a human alive in 2017 and not find this shit fascinating like if you live under a rock and you don't know about it cool that's fine you're amish whatever you're not listening to this podcast anyway. And if you are, this is not the motherfucking podcast for you. But if you are technically savvy, you're alive and very much aware in 2017, and you don't find this shit fascinating, you're not keeping up with this, I don't know what in the fuck you are actually doing. What are you doing? Like, for real. Fucking email me and tell me. I want to know. I want to fucking know. Because it's probably not that productive. But anyway. I really implore you guys to look into this stuff. It's absolutely fascinating. Um, if you want to be able to adjust quickly, recognize trends, patterns, besides studying history, you need to really pay attention to what's going on right now. It's we're, we're going through almost a revolution, whether you look at it politically, socially, economically, even though it's just history repeating itself in those areas, in terms of where we're going as a species, we are literally in the midst of a revolution and it's, and it's literally just the beginning. Like the internet is just the first stage. This is just the beginning. It's only gonna get crazier. We're not going backwards, guys. We are not going backwards. Stop trying to send 
telegrams. Okay, stop trying to call people. They don't want to answer their goddamn phone most of the time. Fucking text people. Stop leaving voicemails. Leave a fucking text message, you know what I'm saying? You probably have an easier time contact contacting people on Twitter in their fucking direct messages on Twitter than actually calling their house phone or their cell phone. Stop trying to beat people with the goddamn beepers. Stop living in the past. Learn from the past. Stop living in the past. Live in the present. Prepare for the future. Study the past. For the future. It's really that simple. And that's really all I got for today. That's That was a pretty long ramble. These, these podcasts are getting longer and longer. Because <laughs> I'm just fascinated by this, this type of subject matter. And, and you're probably going to hear me talk about it a lot. Because it's just absolutely phenomenal what we're doing. And, you know, I think the human species is totally undervalued. You turn on the fucking news, and everything is negative, everything is bad. You're, you're made to believe that we're fucking terrible. Everyone's being killed every fucking five seconds. There's another fucking serial killer out there. Someone's trying to kidnap someone. Sex trafficking, all, and all this stuff is, is generally bad. Like, I'm not saying this stuff isn't happening, because it is. And we really need to band together to fucking try to stop this shit. Or at least prevent it in some fashion. I have no idea. I, I like. I have no idea. What I'm talking about, really, is that we're made to believe that we suck, bro. The media, like, I get it. Negativity sells. It sells more than positivity. It's easier to sell negativity than positivity. But let me tell you, we're fucking good, bro. We're good with the amount of people on this planet, and with. Especially with social. We know where everyone is at every fucking point. Let me just check in. Let me check in. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and no one has really, really used that to really cause harm when there's so much information out there and it's so easy to just fucking kill someone nowadays. Like, and I'm not saying that that can't happen because I'm not naive to that. But... Like, the reality is, if you really think about it, we're very much good. Like, we get a bad rap. We give ourselves a bad rap. Like, we're the shit. Come on now. Come on now. Can we get a little more positivity up in this bitch? I know negativity sells newspapers. It fucking sells ratings. It sells all this shit. But can we just lower it a little goddamn bit? Can we talk about all the awesome shit that's happening? Can we talk about how we're going to fucking colonize Mars? Can we talk about how it, there's a theory that if we colonize Mars and we spend enough time there, that over generations and generations, people are going to evolve into, like, Martians? That because of the low gravity on Mars, people are going to grow taller? And because of the no-dust particles, that they're going to lose their hair? Like, they're going to be fucking tall-ass, bald-ass-looking Martians without eyelashes. Like, fucking weird shit. Can we talk about that? How cool is that? Can we just talk about cool shit? Fucking news got everyone bugging out about stupid nonsense. But that's a fucking whole rant into itself. That's a whole episode into itself. And I'll save that for maybe episode 12 or some shit. So with that said, this most definitely concludes episode 3 of World Class People Academy podcast. I am super stoked that you guys are on episode 3 and you're still watching this with me. I love you guys completely. Absolutely, absolutely, completely. And please, if this is offering you value in any way, whether it's entertainment or you're learning about shit that you didn't hear about and now you're interested in something that I said and you're going to do your own research and you're become better at explaining it than me, which is not going to take much. <laughs> or whatever the case, you're going to put in your comedy act, you're a comedian, you're like, this shit's funny, Martians, ah, 
fucking Mars colonizing. Whatever the case may be, if this is offering you value in any way, shape, or form, please subscribe. Please share it. Uh, please show your friends, family, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, the family dog, fucking your hamster, whoever. It's knocking on your neighbor's door. Have you heard about this motherfucking podcast? Tell everyone if this is offering you value in any way, shape, or form. Um, with that said, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Tune in. Till next week. Peace. So that concludes this episode of the podcast. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. And thank you even more for being a part of this community. It means the world to me. You guys mean the world to me. And when my success finally does happen, it's not going to be anything that I do that is my success story. But what you guys bring to the community, you guys will be my success story. So please hit the subscribe button. Share this. Let's build this community together. Because the more we can help each other, the more we can help individuals the more we can help the world and that's the plan here all right so thank you so much you guys have no idea how much you mean to me stay sexy